to The World As We See It with your host, Tasha and Teresa. In today's episode, we're going to talk about two major health issues that mainly affect minorities. And those issues are hypertension, also known as high blood pressure, and diabetes. Hypertension is defined by the amount of blood your heart pumps and the amount of resistance to the blood flow in your arteries. The more constricted your arteries, the higher the blood pressure. Uncontrolled blood pressure can lead to things like heart attack and stroke. The factors include age, race, family history, alcohol intake, being overweight, and stress. Hypertension has no warning signs, but they can lead to other health problems in the future. Now, Teresa has a family history of hypertension. Now, I want to know, what are you doing to combat your risk of hypertension? Well, let me give you a little backstory. I'm 30 years old, and for 29 years, I had perfect blood pressure. Wasn't diagnosed, no issues. But late, earlier this year, earlier this year, late last year, I was diagnosed with high blood pressure. And immediately, my doctor wanted to prescribe medication. And I really wasn't feeling it. I wanted to take a more holistic approach. I wanted to try and change my lifestyle, eat better, exercise. But, you know, medical professionals, they get paid to push pills. Don't get me wrong. Don't, you know, shoot me. This is just my opinion. Nothing against doctors. There are doctors in my family. This is just my opinion. So she prescribed medication, took it for a while, but there were some side effects that I just couldn't get down with. One, for her, it would be the frequent urination. The treatment for high blood pressure usually is water pills. And Teresa can't walk. So going to the bathroom every hour was a problem for her. More like every 10 minutes. (laughs) So, So to answer your question, what I'm doing to combat my hypertension is I'm trying to change my lifestyle. I want to eat healthier, change what I eat. And, and how you eat. I eat restaurants and fast um, fast meals. Even the processed meals are a no-no because they're, they have so many different additives and so much junk in it. And sodium. And sodium. We can't forget sodium. And I do think that sodium intake is a reason that you're high you're for you to have high blood pressure like you stated earlier it does run on both sides of my family so I do have the predisposition of having it run in my family but I want to be the one to stop that right there I don't want it to go in further generations okay so a little more knowledge or back history you know when we take when healthcare professionals take your blood pressure, they're looking for the systolic number and the di- diastolic number. The systolic number is where we start counting. When, we, when we're listening through the stethoscope at, at your arteries, there's a thump or a noise that we hear because it's tightened. And that's your st- systolic number. We start counting with your systolic number. And a definition of that is the force of blood that's hitting the artery walls as your heart pumps. Now, the diastolic number is when we stop hearing your heart, your heart, uh, heartbeat through the pressure. 
and that's defined as the pressure between the heartbeats. Now, normal blood pressure is usually 120 over 80. They have stages, like stage one, as far as the high blood pressure would be systolic 130 to 139 and diastolic 89, 80 to 89. Stage two of high blood pressure is the systolic would be 140 or higher and the diastolic would be 90 or higher. Crisis mode is listed as 180 or higher on a systolic and 120 or higher on a diastolic. We never want to get that part. Now, as far as what we're talking about with Teresa, we're going to try to initiate a healthier lifestyle. We're going to stop doing the restaurants. It's not so much a problem with soda or um, intake of water because we give her the water, we drink the water. That's a good thing because water flushes all the bad and impurities out of your system. We're going to stop with the chips and the sweets. That's the problem with us because <sighs> chips for me, I love my salt, sweets for her. We're going to try to initiate a little exercise here and there <laughs> that'll keep our heart pumping and get us better. Today, I walked a mile. We're going to get her out there. Today, I slept while she walked a mile. <laughs> We're going to get her out there and do more exercising. And I think that would uh, help us. And portion control. Yes, portion control. There's the reason why it's on those boxes. They matter. Um, for If you don't like uh, counting calories and doing um, all of the measuring, we recommend take an average plate. Inside the plate, there's a circle. And that's usually like a saucer. Make sure your food fits in that center and not go over towards the edges. And then you're eating, basically, you're cutting down what you're eating. We don't recommend that you, uh, for us, we're not going to cut out the things that we like the most because that's, that's, that's starving to me. I never was that one that wanted the tofu that was supposed to taste like chicken. I just want the chicken. So we're not going to mask because I think that will uh, just sabotage us for later. We'll just take everything in moderation and take everything in proportion. Now for the diabetes portion of our segment, I am a diabetic. Everyone in my family is a diabetic, meaning my mother, my father, my brother. We're all type 2 diabetics. Type 2 diabetes usually means that your body can is getting insulin, but it's not controlling the insulin right or properly. So usually the treatment is pills or insulin. Thankfully, today, none of us are out of control with our diabetic numbers. We are controlling the, the food intake, the exercise, and uh, we are, my mom is taking metformin, but for my brother, my dad, and me, we're just controlling it naturally. I've uh, found, I was uh, in December, I was put on Janumet, and I found that Janumet is too strong for my system. So what I've been doing is, in the morning, if I take my insulin, and I'm sorry, not insulin, if I take my, my uh, glucose reading, and it is below 150, I won't bother with my medication. And I'll eat, and two hours later, if it's still low, I still won't bother with it. Before I go to bed, if it's 
below 150, I won't do my medication. I'll just leave it alone because the, the Janumet is um, two medicines combined and they're very strong. Um, the reason that I've chosen to do this is because I don't want to be on medication at all. I'm a little overweight. So we're going to compact that with the diet and exercise tag team. Me and Teresa, we're going to be on it this month so that I can get the weight down and get off the medication. Um, I got my future generations looking for, looking at me on this. I got three kids and I don't want them to follow in my footsteps or my, my family's footsteps. So you have a system going. You say you check your sugar in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. And you also balance out how you take your pills. How did you come up with that plan? I was talking to my doctor. I had a doctor's appointment, and I was telling him that the prescription was strong for me. Uh, example, I would take my insulin. I'm sorry, I keep saying insulin. I am not my insulin. I would take my glucose reading in the morning, and it would be, if it was high, it would be like 192. And then I'd take the medication, and within two hours, it would be down to 70. And that's not convenient because the side effects usually for me is headaches and jittery and sweats. And it was really hard to function like that. So um, he had got me thinking about not taking uh, medication with full meals. And since I'm not really a full meal person except for at the end of the day, I'm usually light snacks or... Um, small meals it was working against me okay now um we're not gonna leave out the type 1 diabetes type dot 1 diabetes is usually when your body is not making insulin and you need that substitute i.e the insulin shots now um the cdc is saying that five percent of diabetics are type 1 diabetes diabetes diabetes. Now, with what that means is basically the rest of us can control it if we try. We don't have to follow in to the cracks or fall into the cracks and get the disease just because we're too lazy to work out or not caring enough or too busy enough to not care about what we're eating. Going back to what you said about portion control, a lot of this well, I can speak from my experience. A lot of this wasn't taught when I was coming up. Me neither. Living down here in the South, you were told you're supposed to fill your plate and you're supposed to eat everything hey, on I was your plate. That kid. Like, <laughs> I, my grandmother cooked. So we had the breakfast, lunch, and dinner was like these elaborate meals. Exactly. And we did eat it because it was it was great. We wanted exactly. it. So I was always a fat kid until I got to be a teenager. You know, we teens, we, we get the boys looking at us. We want to be skinny, so we start doing it. Plus, when you're a teenager, your metabolism is out of control. So that's how that's how we were taught to do. So with us being older now, like say, we want to try and do better. I guess when you know better, you do better. So this whole journey is to keep us accountable. We're going to try for a solid month. Is that what we said? We said a month. We're going to weigh in. And I'm not going to tell you what I weigh. I'll tell you how much I lost. But I'm not going to tell you how much I weigh. And if we're um, telling you guys, uh, like with the diabetes with me, I'm writing down everything that I'm eating, which is horrible because 
every every popsicle every piece of ice cream every chip is going down and it's not looking good in the, in, in the end game towards what I'm trying to do so we're gonna weigh each other and we're gonna hold ourselves to the point where if we go into that fast food or if we go for that ice cream we're gonna admit it yeah we won't hold back we'll be completely transparent and i don't mind disclosing numbers so i'll tell y'all how much i weigh and how much i lose good for you i won't i'll tell you how much i'm losing so we'll keep this up and we'll keep you guys posted if you're interested if you want to jump on in with us great we need all the support we can get if you have any tricks of a trade i like to cook but i don't want to go too far into veganism and too far into keto or too far into vegetarian because i like my meat we'll do days we've decided compromise to do some days with some meals but we're not going full full, full force with me i don't want to not eat because it'll mess up my my sugar readings i don't want to uh not what's the word i'm looking for not compromise on what deprive I'm yourself. I don't want to deprive myself of what I'm eating we'll just plan our meals out that'll keep us from running to the restaurant we'll shop ahead of time we still will make allowances for the sweets and the salts just not as much they make those little bitty Pringo snack packs for a reason we'll indulge in those we have the little snack size we'll get the little snack size candy bars to help you out I'm strong. I can do it. Okay, you're strong. We'll see. <laughs> and like I said, if you guys want to join us on our journey or give us ten- tips or hints or recipes. Or if you have questions. We'll gladly, gladly answer. We now have an email address too. So you can email us with your questions, comments, and suggestions. The email address is theworldaswesseeit2020 at gmail.com. So we're going to wrap this up and thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for understanding our struggle and thank you guys for participating. If you're going to participate, um, I would like, we're going to try to do this longer than a month. We did say earlier that we're going to do it for a month. We want to do a lifestyle change. We want to make it easy. And I've heard someone say somewhere that if you do something for two weeks, you'll get used to it or it'll become natural. It becomes a habit. It becomes a habit. So, um, for those rainy days, we'll have to figure out something other than walking around the block. But I think that walking, it really will help. Because I know if my, when my um, sugar readings were high, walking in place, something as simple as that was really a surefire way to help bring it down. If you guys know any tricks as far as combating um, high blood pressure and diabetes that you want to share or want to tell us to share to the public, please let us know. And until next time, thank you for tuning in. Bye.